Hello and welcome to another installment of a casual trekker. I am Scott, and today is the day. I am 14 hours away, or a little less, I think maybe, from tuning in to see the pilot episode of Star Trek Prodigy. I must say, this is for me the most anticipated show of all of them because we're getting a brand new ship, just like we did in, did in, in, in Lower Decks. And we're getting a new crew, just like we did in Lower Decks. And unlike Lower Decks, we're going back somewhere where anything could have been going on since 2001. And that just breaks open every single possible story idea you could even conceive about with what's going on in the Delta Quadrant, with the relationship between Chakotay and his crew, and what they know of that ship, what the kids will know about Chakotay and how they're going to react, how it's going to cut back and forth between the two, if the whole entire pilot episode is going to be spent with the kids working their way up to the ship, and then that's where it starts out in episode two, we're actually seeing in space, or it's going to be the first half is them diving into the characters, and then the last half of it is them, is, 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 is them in space. And how they're going to deal with the whole um, Jakotay. How is he going to be cutting back and forth between the kids? How are they going to do that back and forth? Or is it going to be like we see most of the kids and then like the last two minutes or three minutes of the show, a very episode, we see Jakotay and his crew working towards them. I hope personally it's more of a cut back and forth thing like we see like five or six minutes of the kids and then we get like a minute or two of Jakote and crew doing something and then back to the kids again that's what I kind of hope it is so you Jakote and crew kind of feel more interweaved into the show rather than just like whoop forgot about them let's put them in now uh, it'd be kind of better to have it like that so you can you're watching two shows at one time you're watching the kids get to the tel- kids get to the delta quadrant and then you're also watching Dakota go to the delta quadrant so you're getting to see two different relationship dynamics inside of one show inside of the time allotted i am super stoked i can't wait because it just looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be the animation style is basically just like if you were just doing a bunch of ship renders for the regular series so whereas lower decks is more animated and you have to do more of a uh, more of a alteration to what the ship would look like if it was in the in the in the live action show you don't really have to do that with prodigy because they're designing it like they designed the ships in CG so it's going to look just like it would in one of the live action TV shows. It's going to just look like the the, the X01. It's going to look like Voyager. It's going to look like, well, not really it's going to look like the Enterprise D because Enterprise D is an actual model. But you get the point. If the, if the Enterprise D was, um, was CG, it would look just like that. So that's one of the things I'm really excited about because they could create these ships and even have callbacks to ships and it not be more of an animated situation where you have to do more to switch it up to be look like it was in a real actual live action show it's already going to be looking just like that so it'd be kind of interesting if 
if somewhere in there they actually have the CGI version of the California class, not necessarily the Shritos, but you know, just just a little, just a little inkling of the live action of, of, of what the ship would look like if it were a live action show. But they can wait for that for like season seven. But I've been waiting for I don't know since they announced the, the announced this show, and a lot of people have been like, "Oh, it's going to be a kid show, whatever." I remember there was a kid show back in the day called Small Wonder. It had a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids in it about a girl robot, and there was a whole bunch of adult content in that that kids were saying some weird crap, weird stuff. So I think that there's a difference between um, kids making brownies in the microwave and then overflowing the thing, and then hoping their mom don't find out to them dealing with putting themselves into an adult situation by necessity and having to reflect on that and deal with that through the lens of a child. And kids are, are some of the smartest, uh, smartest of it, even smarter than adults. They see and hear everything and their opinions aren't necessarily, you know, childlike. They can be very adult with their, with their opinions. So yes, it's a kid show centered on, on, on kids, but what they're doing and how they're interacting with the universe that they're creating right now could very much be more in line with how Janeway or Chakotay or Picard or Kirk or Spock or um, Kelvin Universe Kirk could be interacting with it. There just might not be as much politics in it. They might not be thinking the far-reaching ramifications of what they're doing. They might just be existing in the then and now. So it'll be... It'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be a hit and we're all going to love it. And this time my podcast I have, I already have created from the pilot. So I'll be able to talk about Prodigy as it's happening. I might even do, I might even watch it first run and then do a live, a live review right after that. Still working that out because I have a three-year-old that uh, likes to wake up at all times. But I think it's going to be a fun show. I think the prospects are amazing, and I think you could go a long distance. It's animated, so no one's age, and you can work around schedules and whatever else. So just like Lower Decks, Prodigy could go on for a good long while. There is the caveat that um, Prodigy has that Lower Decks doesn't, is they're going to run into, eventually, at least just, at least Lower Decks will, they'll, they'll run into that... Uh, ban on cybernetic stuff and then all the events that were happening during Picard's flashbacks all those events are canon so that means they're canon to Lord X so we're getting closer to that whereas this one's taking place in 83 which means they won't necessarily be affected by it directly Chicote might hear about it or know what's going on but they won't be in the middle of what's happening and the politics and the dynamics, all what all that entails. So in two years, season like five, I think, Lower Decks is going to have to deal with what Picard was handling with and what was going on then. And Prodigy, it won't really have to. And it's also set further ahead. So it'll it's next season or so will be when all that stuff starts to happen. But sky is the limit with this show. And it has the potential to be really, really, really good or really, really cringe. And from, from what I've been seeing so far of the, of, the, of the releases and the videos and the trailers and the little itty-bitty segments that they've been putting on Paramount Plus on Facebook, 
Um, it looks like it's going to be really fun. It doesn't look like it's fast-paced talking, like people were complaining about lore decks where they were just talking really fast. It feels like it's a regular, general conversation that you would have back and forth to one another. So I think that's going to be more a, a little bit more easy to get into. And... I mean, the characters all look great. They all sound good. And flat, it's, you already like them just from watching the, the uh, trailers and the little, little bits you get of these guys. So I think that tomorrow people are going to be like going, wow, that was a really good show for it being geared towards kids. So I can't wait to see first-person reactions and breakdowns and see if... Because sometimes people break down the videos. They're like really just harsh with it. Like it's just really mean. It's like it's like people forget how sound bites can end careers. So if you're if you're a negative Nancy for like five minutes, that's all it is. That's all people are gonna see. They're screen cap that and put that on. That's like when you watch politics. Someone says something weird and wild, they'll take a little itty bitty thing, and that is what you're doing. So no matter how positive your your thing is, the minute you start being a negative Nancy. That's all people are seeing and hearing. That that is what your channel is all about. Is that negativity part? Because that's all people are seeing. Those little those those those, those little things. So I just wish that I hope that people like like put down their phones, put down their notepads, and just watch the show. Just like you do with lower decks. You just put down your stuff and watch the show and focus on it. You'll get more than what you get just by looking at it and already passing judgment on something if you just give it a fair shake you might actually you might actually enjoy it. you don't have to enjoy every single part of the darn show like some people in like TNG some people like Troy better than anyone some people like Picard some people some people like Wesley you know there's as long as there's something that you can celebrate then there's something positive that you can contribute that you can you can uh, put forward into a positive light. You know, some the shows are all going to have shortcomings. It's the, the embracing them and just making that all it's about. You got to find the things that are good about it and then celebrate that while being by being positively critical about something that may be not so great. But if you make if you make people think something is crappy just because you don't like one scene because you think it's stupid write your own script and submit it or get hired on Prodigy. Otherwise, find something you like and just move the f- and just move on. Now, if they continue to do the same thing over and over again, then fine. That's you. You can do it. But you, you got to let a show find its footing. We all know the myth, the myth about how which season of Star Trek is the where it starts to get better. So every show can give a little bit of slack to be great. And... I, I am I am I am super stoked. It's, I, it reminds me of me sitting down on my ottoman in 1995, watching the first episode of Voyager, and then me sitting down watching the first episode of Enterprise, and Lower Decks and Picard and Discovery. Sky was the limit; it could do whatever it wanted to do, and I was there, there for there for the ride. I put down my Star Trek chronology and my Star Trek encyclopedia and my vast basic knowledge of Star Trek and I just enjoyed the show. Then, after the fact, with me fully immersed into this world that they created, I was able to then go back productively and go, what did they get right? What did they get wrong? And how could they have gotten it right? Or what could this be the seeds to that might not necessarily be a one and done whoops plot hole? So you got to go and play devil's advocate a little bit 
That way you might think of something that you didn't think before while you were watching it. So who's to say? But that will conclude this podcast until tonight when I'm doing my live watch along, which will be the my second viewing of the show, not the first. But Prodigy Night, Midnight Pacific, and then so far and so forth, however it run, goes every, 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 everywhere else. But super stoked. Tell me what your thoughts are and how you feel about about uh, about the show in either the thread that this is in or in the comments if you're allowed to do that. So I don't know on this YouTube channel. <laughs>